On 1116 SEM, the Four Diegos. Mitch Austin, forward. Oh, Tracy had his shirt pulled. Still he comes forward. James Tracy inside the area. Marisha! Oh, went behind him. Ingham, surely! Finally! Marisha! Victory are ahead! Messi! No one cares! The drought is broken! And on the ace gunner scoreboard, it's Melbourne victory one. The Central Coast Mariners nil. Oh, that was ugly. I want to put a frame around that. Doesn't matter. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Four Diego's final whistle here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of football, the Good Friday edition. <laughs> hey, thanks to Francis Leach and JP Howcroft on a, a wonderful call and a fantastic season by the guys uh, calling uh, the football here on SEN. Rodrigo Rodriguez with you, Vinny Venezuela. Welcome. Hello, Rodrigo. Hello, listeners. Yes, go victory. Go victory. You were very happy right at the end there. And uh, Warren, welcome to you. Yeah, very good to be here, Rodrigo. I've had an up and down <laughs> you have. day. You have. Day. Down with my kangaroos, and I don't, we don't want any callers tonight from <laughs> doggies fans that are wanting to, or North Melbourne fans. And you know what? I actually had a good after North Melbourne because I watched a very mediocre victory. You know, <laughs> stooping to the levels of mediocrity that us at Melbourne City aspire to. <laughs> we'll get into so that. That's good. Very, very shortly. G'day, yep. Carlos. How are you there, boys? And uh, hello, listeners out there going in their cars. I wonder if they're happy or sad. It's one of those games. You're probably happy the season's over. But you've got a week off now. So any momentum you built in that last 10 minutes is gone. Yeah. So you've got to come up in two weeks. So you don't know what you're going to get. Now, Vinny, you said it was a really important game, I think, the other night. But I don't think tonight was a 15-pointer. <laughs> no. I don't think we they've drawn any closer to really Sydney. I'll be perfectly honest with you, uh, Carlos. I, I said we needed to win this game, but I said we needed to win this game by a lot. <laughs> you did. We didn't win it by a lot. No. Although we, we almost looked like we could have won it by a lot. True. Let's go. It's uh, Melbourne victory defeated Central Coast Mariners 1-0 tonight. Bessart Barisha scoring in the 80th minute. It was his 100th A-League goal. Congratulations to uh, Bessie, as Francis Leach calls him. And B- Vinny, I you think you called him that, too. Him that too. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, you were slaughtered on social slaughtered media for some, doing it. Some <laughs> hoon. <laughs> some hoon. Small-minded <laughs> person. At Amy Park tonight, we're still cr- counting the crowd at the moment, just waiting on uh, the barcoding system yep. to, to work for the Diego's. Uh, we'll get you that. The very... scrutineers are doing it. Yeah, right I bet, now. You, yeah. I bet you any money you don't put as much store on this crowd figure as what you normally do with Melbourne City crowd Actually, figures. I've got to say, that's the first time we don't have a victory crowd figure yeah. Yeah, well, before we start They're becoming the more like Melbourne City <laughs> oh, as no. the weeks progress. <laughs> oh, no. Plenty to uh, talk about. This game will no. take your calls tonight on 9429 Eleven sixteen. Give us a call. Tell us what you think. What is the hotline tonight, Vinny? It is the uh, finals. Here we come. Hotline. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Well, it's done. all positive. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Or my alternate oh, hotline, okay. yeah. which oh, is no. accepting second best. It's a bizarre. Oh, accepting second well, Mel- best. Well, Melbourne victory have accepted that they're not going to beat Sydney this season. And so what's they're the, accepting what's the number, second best. You got to have. You got to do the number two. Oh, nine three two nine eleven sixteen. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. There yeah. you go. We've been here since yeah. Sen started, yeah. and he still doesn't know the number. Well, That's right. it used nine... to be up everywhere in the studio, and I was looking around there, and I couldn't see it anywhere. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen, or your text messages on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. It's ten past ten. <laughs> 
Yes, uh, it is the Good Friday edition. Um, but it just goes open for Good Friday? No, well, I'm not sure, Carl. After midnight, they might well, open they, up. They played Aussie Rules. They're playing yep. Rugby League. Of course, our game was one of the first ones to play on a Good Friday. Yeah. Um, the A-League, of course. And... Uh, Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We'd love to hear from you. We're not really dressed for the disco tonight, so um, it's been a bit a bit of a sombre day. <laughs> um, I hope you all ate fish, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, no pressure. Hey, it's okay we, if you didn't. We're not going to judge you. Yeah. No, no, not at all. No. <laughs> hey, tonight's show is brought to you by Tax Talk, Best on Plumbing, and the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College in Epping. Our sponsors have been fantastic right throughout the uh, the, the year, of course, the A League season. If you need anything to do with tax, if you need some plumbing, and if you're, you're a young gun and you mm. want to go to one of the great academies, um, make sure you go to Tax Talk, Best on Plumbing, or the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's in Apparently, Epping. Apparently, uh, St Monica's Epping have a good accounting. Uh, you know, subject so they can, you can do your accounting there, and also they have a good trade. Uh, oh, subject too. So, so, yeah, so, yeah you maybe, can do it all there at St. Monica's. Maybe Dom at Tax Talk can <laughs> lecture, yes, and maybe uh, Mario at Beston <laughs> yeah. can lecture at uh, St. Monica's. In they're getting good mileage uh, sponsors Actually, tonight, aren't they? Uh, knowing both those guys, yeah. it'll be a very interesting lecture. <laughs> very interesting. Hey, uh, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Let's go to James in East Killer, who's going to kick off tonight. G'day, James, and welcome to the final whistle. Hi, I've got the crowd number for you. Oh, good on you. What is it, James? I'm writing it down. 14,827. Oh, good man. Well done. Thank you for that. 14,827. A young uh, scrutineer from PricewaterhouseCoopers <laughs> there. But uh, what did you think of tonight's game, James? Um, I reckon it was really poor from the victory. Well, there you go. A very on- you're, a, you're a victory supporter, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're telling it like it is, aren't you? Good. Now, James, though, they're, they're going to play in the finals in two weeks' time. Are you worried about that? Or yes. th- does it matter that they were poor tonight? It probably does, but they just need to improve their game. Of course, and they'll work on that in the next two weeks. So don't drop off them, mate. But, uh, but look, it wasn't their best performance. So I just wonder how important it was uh, for them to play 90 minutes of champagne football when they haven't been playing all that well and they've got a week off next week. You know, it's all about momentum these days, James. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Right James, who did you like for the victory? Bess Aparisha. Oh, Bess. So how proud are you tonight that he you know, scored his 100th goal in the A-League? Pretty proud. Yeah. yeah. So was, what was the atmosphere like? You know, what, what, how loud was it when he scored? Um, Sonic Boom Loud. Sonic <laughs> okay. Boom Loud. So you've got a victory shirt, haven't you, James, that you wear to the, grand, uh, to the games? Most games. Okay, so what's what's the number on the back and the name of the player? Seven Marco Rojas. Okay, so you jumped off Rojas and now Barisha's your favourite? Still Rojas. Okay. He was a bit quiet tonight, though, I felt, uh, James. Yeah, he was. Good on you, James. Uh, thanks for the call, mate, and uh, thanks for that crowd number. Um, you know, you've got definitely a, um, a career as an auditor coming up. <laughs> but uh, Yes, Warren. I was just wondering what they're going to do to celebrate Barisha getting 100 goals. Will they give him a golden ball, for instance, or do something, you know, to signify what took place? Because it's a pretty significant milestone. I'd like to see it celebrated in well, some let's significant way. let throw it way. open to the, to the what listeners. What would you give him? Well, I, I'd one. give him a golden watch. A golden yeah. watch? Is zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen? Send us a text message, Carlos. And, and nice. actually, you know, the, the car park where he likes to... Have you know, reserved, fight. it becomes reserved. Yeah, you know, where it? he likes to fight. Yeah, yeah. You know, he where challenges he players. <laughs> yeah, he challenges players after the game to go and fight him. Then he has his own car it's park. Now reserved. Yeah. I, I think he should actually have one car spot in the city. <laughs> 
<laughs> available to him at all times. Yeah, without yeah. a meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah non-meter. Yeah. Non-meter. Bessie's yeah. spot. And and not to park the car, but just have his flights. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah. Meet the people. That'd be a good one. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. And I'd like to see him do a lap of honour at the next uh, Melbourne City game, just to <laughs> r- remind them what, what it's like to be a winner. Do you think Melbourne City will pay tribute to him in Perth before the I game? Think, I think what we'll do is we'll have. <laughs> a, will, they, will they wear a t-shirt in their warm up? Yeah, we'll well rip done, it off. Yeah, yeah. And we'll do we'll a line. We'll, number. we'll put a line. You know, we'll escort. You know, we'll do so. I think yeah. I think it's important mm. for the sister side in Melbourne <laughs> to acknowledge yeah. the achievement of Barisha. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And I think because there's so much in common. You mm. know, the thing that I'm most enjoying about tonight's performance with Melbourne Victory, the synergy between the two Melbourne teams <laughs> now is just—it's unmistakable. It's almost like we're the one team. We're both clearly not good enough. You know, we both. You know, are going to go into this final series with pretty much zero confidence. No, no confidence whatsoever. Yeah, Most players out of form. It the synergy is unbelievable. Mm. And look, now the difference is you got Roy Hodgson <laughs> and Victory Heaven, and we got better crowds yeah. too. Oh, there he is. Yes, very yeah, You know. Hey, nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Give us a call on the road to the finals hotline. Um, let's go to Craig, who's on the road. G'day, Craig, and welcome to the final whistle. G'day, guys. How are you going? Look, um, congratulations, Bess. 100 goals is a magnificent achievement. But, boys, what was your topic? Were you um, happy to accept second best? Or what were you saying? Sorry? What yeah, that was, was a happy, that, happy that, to sec. That was a second accept, alternative for the hotline. Happy to accept yeah, no, second besser. <laughs> it's lovely to see that, uh, that Kevin Musker got on board with playing Mahazi in the midfield tonight. That's obviously in... Uh, in tune with what you guys are talking about. So, uh, <laughs> look, I mean, just, just following on from that theme, in all seriousness, Graham Arnold is not going to be shaking in his boots, is he? I mean, anyone who comes up against the victory now is going to look at us and go, well, we saw what Teresi can do, but really the rest of the team is pretty lacking. If there's no midfield, we haven't replaced Oli Bazanic. We're really struggling in that area, boys. Momentum is everything, and we look terrible. Yeah, but there's no point having momentum going into a week where they've got a week off, you know, there, Craig. And, that, and that's, the, uh, that's the saving grace, I think, for victory, in that um, they haven't been great. I mean, up until tonight, they hadn't scored for five hours, and for much of tonight, they hadn't scored. So that, it was close to six hours where they hadn't scored. And uh, with, with a, with a four-pronged attack that they've got, just didn't make sense to me. Uh, but really, they've been in this sort of... You know, uh, no man's land. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit of limbo really for the last three or four weeks. And I don't know. The other thing is, I'm not quite sure what phase of training they're in. If they're doing oh, some pretty heavy, heavy load, if they're doing a heavy a load heavy of training load. right now, they might look a little bit. Lethargic. So this is strategic, is well, it, Carlos? I'm not saying it's strategic, but sometimes they do a mini preseason before the finals, and then they freshen up just before the finals. So you might see. The in, the intensity lift. Oh, their legs will lighten up. Yeah, absolutely. The intensity be lift. Hitting the top know, of the ground. Marisha will be you know challenging everyone to, for a fight in the car park. Rojas will be dancing <laughs> around people. Uh, ben Kalfala. Well, I'm not sure whether he'll even start he after tonight, but uh, <laughs> but I mean Troisi will just. Uh, I, I just reckon switch on the finals and victory may get back to their. Is that the same for best. every team who's been? Average, you're going poorly no, for most City of the can't season. Do that. No, City can't do we that. We can't no, go no. on top of the ground. What you see now with City is what you're going to get <laughs> okay. in the finals. The no victory worries. can switch on, but I, I, I'm hearing you, Craig, and we can only go through what they've what they've given us. Uh, but I just reckon that you know we even saw in the last ten minutes. One, once 
Brisha scored tonight. The crowd got behind them. Um, and you've got to realise you've got to have a home final mm. too. So um, I, I, I just reckon there's something in the locker there. And it may not be deliberate what they're deliver- delivering at the moment. They're probably very disappointed. It's accidental. But, it, but in the final, I think they'll be all switched on. Craig, you still there? Yeah, I am. Can you, can you see light at the end of the tunnel, uh, meaning you know the start of the finals? Can you see victory doing something, especially up against Sydney FC? earlier on in the season was a victory team that had a lot of confidence and trust in each other in the way that they played and that comes as second nature when they're playing well you're talking about them getting back to being on top of the ground we're just not going to see it and when you remove someone like Oli Bazanic and do not replace them and ask other people to step up you are asking a massive load and when it's not connecting I fail to see how you think they're going to switch it on in two weeks time when tonight there was an obvious lack of of real ability to connect with each other and provide what we saw earlier in the season. I think I think you guys are dreaming. I think you're going to see a victory side <laughs> that's going to really struggle come Isn't it fun? the yeah. final. And I think it's going to be really love difficult this. for us victory supporters to watch that in our home ground and see what's come about. Just on the early Bazanich there, Craig, I, mean, I, I felt that it wasn't quite the right fit with victory. It wasn't, for me, it was no accident that Musket used to sub him off uh, you know, at the 60th minute, nearly every game, uh, there was some. There was a sense that he, you know, once he was in the camp and they had a good look at him, they gave him every opportunity. He really didn't fit the system or the role that Musket wanted to play. Because I think they deny it, but I think that they bought him to replace Mark Milligan, and he was no Mark Milligan. So I don't know whether they they missed him much when he went to Japan. Uh, I, that's my mm. own feeling, and. The little bits and pieces I'm getting out, not out of the camp. Oh, but town in, hall? No, in, in and around the oh, camp. Not the out round. of the camp, but in and around <laughs> the camp. You're not having secret town hall meetings where <laughs> no, we can't no, find No, I'm you. actually having town hall meetings outside the town hall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Broadway. Oh. Yeah, yeah, just outside the town hall. So it's not really direct from the horse's mouth, but it's... Oh, you know, are these best. legal or illegal town hall meetings, well, the ones that you're wanna, having? I don't want to elaborate any further about those meetings, <laughs> but all I'm saying is it was an unhappy marriage, I felt. And a little bit, little whispers I'm getting. So, yeah, glad to glad for Craig to disagree with us. But I just reckon there's something more in the locker for victory in a couple of weeks. Just thanks for your call there, Craig. Uh, really good points there. Look, I tend to agree with uh, the, the sentiment that the, the we're not going to maybe match Sydney at the, from in the sense that the way we're playing now. I don't think that uh, Bazanic not being there is an issue. I think that uh, it's more important that Troisi and Rojas and FBK, if he's playing, and, and Bessart score when they need to. I think that uh, last week and this week, we, we've, we've created some chances which we haven't put away. And, and you know, victory is better when they get a goal up. Like, when they, when they scored that goal, suddenly they, they looked like they could have scored four or five and they wanted to score four or five. And I think that that was missing for most of the game. Uh, this evening, and I, but I do think that they'll be competitive, and being in the finals, they'll get that belief back. So I, you never know what to expect yep. with the victory. Absolutely. Let's go to Ryan in Caulfield. G'day, Ryan, and welcome to the final whistle. Good day, boys. Long time listener, first time caller. How are you going? Oh, hey, Ryan. Very well, welcome. Good stuff, mate. Um, I just wanted to get around uh, Rashid Mahazi tonight. I thought, despite all the uh, criticism he gets from the fans, um, he put in a good shift tonight in the midfield. Yeah, I agree. What, Ryan, why is it? Because I, I don't sit in the bleachers there with the fans. And I know that he's one of those players that... Uh, they love to hate him, Carlos. Yeah, let's they, be and, honest. And they have loved to hate him from day one, basically. So what is it, Ryan, that you're hearing? 
you know, from the uh, from the you know the pundits in the in the crowd about why he's a bit of a you know the target of the boo boys of victory. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, me with um, and some mates we sit in the terrace, the North Terrace, each week, so um, we get a good perspective of it. But um, I'm not too sure. I reckon it's um, maybe because we're looking for a replacement for Milligan, possibly. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm, a, <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure. Hopefully the other boys want to chip in. Yeah, look, I don't think he's as creative as, as people would like someone in the midfield to be. I thought he had a good first half in particular today, but um, I don't think he's he's making enough magic to be a standout and he's not getting enough game time to get what, the momentum up anyway. He was playing more last season, and I, not quite, I, I know he's, he had a bit of a personal issue uh, just recently, so you know, you've got to cut him some slack with that. But, um, yeah, maybe it's, you know... You know, turn over the ball at different times. Uh, he's not the only player that does that, but perhaps uh, that's what they jump on at different times. And you know, you know, all crowds who are passionate about their club have opinions about the players who get picked. And I remember Lee Broxon for many, many years was probably the target of the Boo Boys at, at Victory, and now he's probably more loved. Oh, love uh, and so you know, but uh, when you're when you're a target, you know, of the crowd that way. Uh, for you to come back and and turn it around and you know be the loved one, I think that's a, a great thing for your career, and that's what Broxy did. And there's no reason why uh, Rashid Mahazi, if he's still there next year, he can't do that either. And I think he's one of those guys who could probably go to another club and uh, you know maybe develop into a bit of a Kieran Backus or a, or you know some of these young midfielders who uh, maybe need a little bit of a different you know uh, environment to to maybe flourish a bit more. Thanks for your call there, Ryan. Really appreciate it. Don't be a stranger, mate. Call whenever the, you know, whenever the opportunity takes it, mate. Thanks for that. Hey, it's uh, 23 minutes past 10. Now give me a beat. Vinny's Best on Ground. With thanks to Best on Plumbing, Victoria's trusted plumbing and drainage experts, a great sponsor of the Diego's. They've been doing it for over 27 years. Go to beston.net.au if you want anything done uh, to your house or your development. They do some massive projects. 1300 Best on is the phone number. Vinny, who was Best on? Well, look, I want to keep him in Melbourne. I think he uh, he was plucky for the whole game. It's got to be James Troisi. I think he's, he's always a danger and a threat. I think he's got more to give, though, Rodrigo. I think he can uh, impress us and woo us just that little bit more. But I'm going to give it to James because he is a gun. You he won't be there next year, will he, Carlos? He's effectively gone, isn't well, he? Well, Rodders, do we want to discuss this now? Not necessarily. We'll need to take a break. Yes. But oh. when we come back... But he's gone. It's he's on gone. the agenda. It's on the agenda to but talk about. He's yeah. as good as out the door. We're just... It's on the agenda. We'll talk about they, it. He's irreplaceable. No, we've got to actually have a proper... They can't replace we've him. We've got to have a proper discussion about this because... He's actually, going. Because actually his future is hinging on what we're going to be about You to said say. that you had a town hall meeting that revealed he wasn't going to be there next year. Let's take a break. Uh, okay. Thank you very much there, Vinny. Uh, thanks to Mario and the team for Best On Plumbing. Uh, fantastic sponsors, as I said, of the Diego's. Uh, one three hundred Best On if you need anything in the plumbing ranks. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> this is the Four Diego's Final Whistle on 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Thanks for joining us on the Final Whistle here on a Good Friday edition of the Four Diego's. Melbourne Victory defeated Central Coast Mariners 1-0. Bessar Barisha scored his... 100th goal in his A-League uh, career in the 80th minute tonight at Amy Park in front of a crowd of 14,827 people. The good win in the end by victory. Good. It was a good me? win. They needed to win. Are you kidding me? They needed to win. Um, Warren, oh, so geez. tell me, Warren. No, no. I, I, you know yeah. me, I'm a positive guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don't entertain him, one, Rodrigo. No, I, I want Warren to say Here we go. why this was not good. Well... 
They took seventy. And I don't be they, ridiculous. Okay, you they just took, come back from England. You should be they educated. Took 78, going over they there. took seventy-eight <laughs> minutes. They took seventy-eight minutes to score. Eighty. Created a couple of chances. James Cherisi had a, a shot saved. Barisha should have missed a, missed a chance in the early in the second half. Believe it or not, I think the statistics at the end of the game showed that Central Coast Mariners had as much of the ball as Melbourne Victory, which means did, nothing which is these days. Interesting, considering it that means nothing. The these impression days. that you get was. Victory monstered the ball and stuff. I mean, I impression to me, the who? only... Impression from who? To me, the only players that you could say had some upside from today's performance. I think Lawrence Thomas Thomas con- continued his good form. I think James Donachie showed that he could, you know, he could fill a hole in that position back there. He could fill a spot. James Teresi was clearly... Um, no. Is that a cardboard cutout of Marco Rojas at the moment in terms of... <laughs> is that the same person that we saw at the start of the season? Because just very quietly to me, he's a... He's a poor body double if it is the same guy. So he's – and tell you, and I will say this honestly, and anyone that's a Melbourne Victory fan out there that's going to say to me that I'm kidding myself, Melbourne Victory, if they've got, you know, a bolter's chance of beating Sydney FC, Marco Rojas would have to be at the very top of his game. The front three, Barisha, really lucky to score – and had chances that he would normally put away. He's out of form. Let's be honest. He's out of form. James Teresi played as well as he could play. He needs to continue to play like that. But mentally, who knows where he is mentally? Because there's rumours, Carlos, that you are perpetrating on and off air that basically says that he's not going to be at victory next year. I'm not saying that at all. Well, there's a good chance he won't be at victory next year. It's just, it's actually in the media. Marco Rojas. There's a suggestion that he's talking to other clubs about marquee positions. About being their marquee. That that could be, because you've never really earned a living out of doing this. (laughs) You don't know about negotiation and leverage. That's a whole other topic. (laughs) Absolutely. That's that's great. You you don't know about leverage and uh, because you've really never been in demand. I've certainly never never showed any leverage towards you, You've never been in demand for anything that you've ever done in your life, so you don't understand (laughs) leverage and negotiation. Now, that could be a way, because he's made it really clear, especially when he's in the Socceroo camp a couple of weeks ago, that I want to be the marquee player at Victory next year. Obviously, Victory either, you know, are hesitant or... Who knows what they're talking about behind closed doors, but uh, his managers obviously say, okay, well, if Victory aren't giving me anything, you know, in writing right now or not making commitment, I'll, I'll just shop myself around. So, in fact, what you saw tonight, Warren was maybe a bit shop of shop window, window football. football. Yeah, okay, well, football. but okay, it may also a... be it may also be trying to quicken victory up you to make a decision me, about you this. You tell me one spot. thing that I've said so far, and I'm you know people will say that this is just me looking looking to shoot my lip off so, because I'm a Melbourne City fan. First of all, Rojas a shadow. No, no, first of all, they won the game. Just right? they, no, no, they won the game. Yeah, all right. So okay. let, let's Were you happy one. with their performance? It was okay. I was hoping for for more goals in the back of the net, but yeah. they, it was okay. They they controlled the game, even though they didn't sort of they didn't, didn't monster possession take as their you'd chances. Expect. No, no, uh, just um, no, Vinny. Good points, and and that's, of course, that's kind of what of course, I was saying. Of that's, course, that's why of to me, you'd think they were good any points. win is a good win. Because you're a pseudo victory fan, Lee. Le- that's fine. You can say that. I'm happy for you to say I'm a pseudo Melbourne City fan too. No, you're not. Well, I, I am. There's only one Melbourne City what fan they're in this lacking, room. I, when I was their ground What they're lacking is the intensity that has to be the basis of Melbourne Victory's game. Mm. They don't, they're not playing with intensity right now, and I would think it's automatic. In their first final, and it may well be against Melbourne City. That's every team, now, Carlos, yeah, not but, just but one. But that's 
the secret to victory is intensity. Melbourne City bring the with, pre with oh. and without the ball, and we'll talk Such about a naive comment. That we'll you talk make about Ben Calfalar in a minute. Yeah. We'll talk about Rojas in a minute, and me. why, and and Barisha, who's a who's who's suffering because of the lack of intensity, and uh, and how that we rectify. If Melbourne in a couple City of weeks. can magically recreate the fairy dust and sprinkle it over themselves that they did on the night they beat Melbourne City in the FFA Cup, they could win it you too. Mean Sydney FC, Sydney FC. So what you're saying is this mythical thing: if they bring the intensity, well, you know what. You're telling me that Melbourne Victory a chance to beat Sydney in a final, and you said this off air. You yeah. might as well say it on air. And yeah. you said that Melbourne City are no chance, hey, and yet you're saying on. you you're said Melbourne City were no chance of winning the grand final. Oh, I think uh, earlier, a couple of weeks ago or months ago, he said it tonight. No, the only I'll, t- I'll tell you why because since they've won the FFA Cup. They've rarely shown. Would you agree for that a, if- any sustained period at all the intensity required integrated with the, the the way they play the football, it's it's been few and far between. If they bought that intensity, victory, they could win it. Vic, whilst victory have had not a, such a good run in the last thirteen games or so, they've won about half of them and they've lost half of them. But we've seen that intensity when they do switch on. And after the Wellington Phoenix game a couple of weeks ago, they had the front up against West Sydney last week. Now you were over in Liverpool, you know, enjoying yourself on the Merseyside there, but. Victory with 10 men scrapped and they clawed and they did what they needed to do not to lose that game. And tonight wasn't great, but the last 10 minutes once Barisha scored, uh, you could see them getting into it. The crowd was in behind it. You saw a touch of what victory will be like at home in a couple of weeks' time. I had a bit of a tear in my eye when Barisha scored and then went ran to the touchline and gave Kevin a bit of a kiss on the cheek. It was beautiful. Beautiful moment, I thought. Yeah, it was. And the, and the tap on the bald head too yeah, really worked well. Yeah, too. I wonder what he, what they said yeah. to each other. The, the thing I'll say about the intensity thing, I know I've got a call. Let's just hang on, hang on tight there, buddy. Um, yeah, very patient as Josh. I, I just think um, that compared to the the game the previous week, we played much better. We had more. We we tried to to dominate the game a little bit more. And so I'm encouraged by a lot of things. I'm discouraged by the fact that we only won by one nil. That's that's the only thing, and but that was probably and an that accurate, can change. I thought that was an accurate result in the end, Vinny. I thought yeah. Central Coast for long periods were pretty good tonight. Yeah. Um, but sometimes just needs that guy. Maybe it was a Barisha goal that yep. they needed. He got fired up. Everyone got fired up around him, and the last ten minutes or so was a lot better. Can we go to Josh now, Vinny? Yeah, Josh. <laughs> All right, thanks very much. Let's go to Josh in East Keeler, who's been very very patient. Thanks, Josh. Welcome to the final whistle. Thanks. Oh, good um, on you, Josh. I I would like to talk about. A lot of things. Oh, okay. Let's let's start with number one. The first thing is the um, behaviour of the crowd because they they were very patient waiting for the goal. Yeah, so it was good behaviour. So you give that a tick. Yeah, and there was no um, flares or anything. Oh, that's awesome. That's unusual, but oh, no. <laughs> don't don't ruin this, Warren. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah. no, that's that's a tick for me. I agree with you totally. What's the second thing, Josh? Um, Farisha's goal. Yeah. Yep. And you were very, very proud of him, weren't you? Yeah, because my best friend came today and he was waiting for the goal to come. Yeah. He should have scored. First, yeah, it was his first ever game. Okay. And also... Hi. Um, Hi there. Hi there. There you go. <laughs> also, <laughs> I, I hope my dog had a good time because... Oh. My dog's name's Bessie. Ah, oh, Bessie. Bessie. Jeez. Bessie the dog. Hey, Josh, is 
is your dog a member <laughs> of uh, Victory? Probably. Yeah, no, well, I mean, okay. anyone can be, or anything can be a member now. So, <laughs> hey, Josh, is there, is there just one more? Is there, is there a fourth thing? Uh, no. no. You've got, you got a cat, Josh. <laughs> yes. Okay. What's, what's your cat called? Calico. Oh, oh okay. nice. Calico. Thank you very much there, Josh. That was a lovely call, mate. And thanks for listening to the final whistle. Maybe one day uh, you can be playing for Melbourne Victory and uh, we hope to hear the name Josh from his killer (laughs) scoring his 100th goal for Melbourne Victory. Good on you. And thanks for holding. There's Josh. There you go. And you know, a lot of people, well, many people listening, and I know Vinny and certainly thinks that I'm trying to stir the pot tonight. (laughs) I'm not trying to stir the pot (laughs) at all. You know, I've come back from England having... A new analytical appreciation yeah, for the game. And, you know, all, of all, a sudden this, Martin Tyler. all this mythical stuff that Carlos and Vinny talk about, about intensity and well, whatever. The simple fact of the matter is, if Melbourne City bring the intensity that they brought on the night of the FFA Cup final, they can beat Sydney. And they've actually proved it. Yes, but they've no, proved it. You know, I'd be disappointed tonight if you didn't use the words that Jamie Carragher used to describe Arsenal the other day, cowards. I'll, I'll be disappointed if you don't use that word no, tonight. Melbourne, Melbourne Victory aren't cowards. They're not cowards at all. I mean, they're a good, honest, hard-working team that's 16 points behind Sydney and could not beat them if they started now. And I'm saying that about every team. Let's face it, we're, we're jockeying for the position of being able to walk out with Sydney FC on grand final it's day. It's quite clear that you've never, ever played in an FA Cup sudden death match, and you'll never play in a FA Cup <laughs> no, sudden he won't. death. You don't understand He's a good what runner. happens on the night in football, right? Something changes. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone can, in the, the finals, it's There's not even a home and away you know, where you can rely on having a bad one in the first leg and then you've got a second leg to recover. There's none of that. See, Warren, you've just never, ever experienced cup ties, and that's what these are. There you go. That, and hey. you're telling me that you, there, bel- you seriously there's believe that Melbourne Victory on tonight's performance Sudden could death Sydney. cup ties are not one on paper. If you're a Melbourne Victory fan and you think they've got a chance of, uh, look, let's face it, beating Sydney FC in the grand final. You need to take a drug test. Give us a call on 94291116. That's 94291116. What is the hotline again? It is bring on the finals. Bring or on accepting the finals. mediocrity. Hotline. Just uh, off the text message. Been in church all day. Can Warren give me an AFL score? That's John in Port <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> What actually, John, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Western Bulldogs got up by a few points, John, and yep. that was actually pretty similar to you getting out of the Bruce Springsteen concert and wanting to know what the score was when Melbourne Victory had won. So there yep. you go. 9429-1116. Give us a call or send us a text message on 0433-981116. It's 2211. Come on. Warren's Football Tax Audit. Yes, uh, with thanks to uh, Dom and the team at Tax Talk. They love to talk tax. Uh, if you want to get a refund, uh, legitimately, of course, uh, give Dom and the team a call on one three hundred three double six six three nine. Any of your financial requirements, anything uh, that you, you need advice on, give them a call. one three hundred three double six six three nine. We appreciate their sponsorship right throughout the A-League season. Warren, let's do the audit. Uh, you asked me to prepare. I did before. Because I'd last actually time got, I haven't got, I haven't prepared, oh, but on. I'll offer two because I'm not going to audit Melbourne Victory tonight because I think they should have had something 
to give Berisha, you know, once he scored his 100th goal. I really felt like they should yeah, add something, something on the side. Flowers, ready. flowers. Flowers or something. An Easter egg at the very least. Yeah. For something. You know, I think they should add something yep. for him. So I'm going to audit them. I'm going to audit the referees because... Mm. Not because they made any howling mistakes tonight, but they've got this vi- video review VARS, system. VARS. The VARS. Yeah. You know what? They've got to use it a bit more. You know, create well, a bit they of suspense. Do. No. They do. No, I want the referee <laughs> to call for the to call to, to for the, the TV camera. Yeah, signal. to call yep. for the camera. You could see mm. one of the excitement points, and there was a supposed handball. Yep. against the Central Coast Mariners player. And you went to the cut of the crowd and they were all doing yeah, the yeah, square. You know what I love about that? The players aren't allowed to right. ask the referee to look, but they want to. Oh, you can tell. They're bursting at the but seams. I Arms are moving think up. it would be That's great. Right. I think it would be great if the, if the A-League allowed the captains, similar to cricket, to... Yeah, to yeah. have a signal no, that said they no. wanted it's to go to the visual. No, the players so, can't. But they've... Ex- they've ex- They've put it, money into this, haven't they? Oh, or absolutely. they've put two guys watching yeah, yeah, that, TV that up in a room. So it'd cost. They've got to use it a bit more. But they are using it. No, no, but the, everything's know reviewed. That well, okay, if they are using it. You mean for drama? Let us, yeah, yes, for to create a bit of drama. drama. You don't need we need drama. to know why they're using it and what decisions. Apparently they were watching Goal the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the name Vaz. It sounds like yeah, a medical yeah. procedure. Yeah. Apparently, Shrebray was watching The Notebook. <laughs> <laughs> He's a romantic type, Shrebray. I actually, yes, Shrebray. yeah. Yeah. No, so they're. Now, okay. And for unprepared, I thought they were two pretty very, good. Very, very solid for you. There yeah, you go. Yeah, that's There's pretty Warren mediocre, Warren. Tax Talk. With that, with thanks to Tax Talk, of I'm course, that was uh, Warren's tax <laughs> audit. Uh, hey, check them out on 1300 366 639. Let's take a break now and. And when we come back, we'll do more of your calls and your text messages on a night where Melbourne Victory defeated Central Coast Mariners 1-0. This is the Four Diego's final whistle on 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's home of football. Thanks to your company tonight on this Good Friday edition of the Four Diego's final whistle. Melbourne Victory 1, Central Coast Mariners 0. Bessart Barista scoring in the 80th minute. It was, in fact, his 100th goal in his A-League career, the first one to get to 100. At Amy Park tonight in front of 14,827. While we're doing numbers, it is, of course, the Good Friday appeal, Mm. the iconic Good Friday appeal. And uh, as of 10.30, the tally is $11,708,988. That is awesome. If you haven't donated yet and you'd like to, uh, here's the number, 1-300-277-325. That's 1-300-277-325. Three two five. It is a fantastic uh, hospital, and it does a wonderful job uh, for many of us. And it's yeah. just a fantastic insurance policy to have it for our kids. It's interesting, Rodrigo, because I um, went out this morning and and supervised a couple of students that I work with during the in my real job out um, rattling tins for the Royal Children's Hospital appeal around where I live. And it's interesting. My daughter came back, and it's the second time that she's done it. But she came back this year and said. It's amazing how every body who gives in one way or another has a story about being touched by the Royal Children's Hospital, whether it's been a relative or a child of a friend. It's one of those things that touches everybody in ways that you would never see. And that she's talked about the fact that people instantaneously want to give Mm. money, no matter how little it is, to support the thing. So it is... A very un- it's not unique in terms of appeals yep. that we have, but this one I think, in terms of its connection with the community, certainly is. Oh, it's and, a very um, Melbourne, very Victorian, yeah. I should say, appeal. And yep. uh, 
you know, it's good some, to be part of the it. great people. And you just see, um, there's a wonderful kid who's clearly spent a lot of his life yeah. in the children's on TV at the moment. And I know three hundred two double seven three two five. And this is not soccer related, but I know in the Aussie Rules tonight, Brad Scott had a lifelong a kid who'd been had five open heart surgeries at his press conference tonight as a North Melbourne thing to put the game in perspective and say, look, this is a game, we're lucky yeah. to play it, but you know what? Some kids who don't have a choice have to deal with this sort of stuff. I thought it was a really good touch. Good point. So, hey, uh, it is a fantastic appeal, so if you do have some spare change, please do donate. Um, 94291116, give us a call tonight. We'd love to hear from you. It is, of course, the final A-League home and away season. We'll talk about the final series probably after 11 o'clock Can tonight. we do some... Permutations and combinations that has Melbourne City M- playing maths, Sydney in the grand final? Maths isn't your strong suit, but uh, <laughs> I think we'll try that a little okay, bit later. Good. We'll have a That's crack good. at it. Yeah, if excellent. you want to hear some enjoyable radio, make sure you tune in. I'd rather listen to another radio station than, <laughs> than to Warren. Help me, please. Can I uh, give that guy some advice? Sure. He's obviously still listening, so something I've got to say is reasonably entertaining. So if you think this hour was good... He's kind of listening Stay after in the hope 11. that one of yeah. us three might say something good. Oh, okay. Hey, let's go to Ben in Greensburg. G'day, Ben, and welcome to the final whistle. Hey, how are you going, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Welcome. Yeah, uh, just a few <laughs> things. Um, I went to the game tonight. Um, reasonably happy with the performance. Just uh, good to get the three points before the semi. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, just a few things. Mahazi, um, he shouldn't be at the club next season. Despite having a good first half, he's been rubbish. Um, all season, and I think there's a bit of um, love there from Kevin Musket to keep playing him. Ben, what's, um, I know you've got a couple of points, but let's go for this one first. Uh, I'm re- I asked an earlier caller, you know, why people, you know, don't value, you know, the, uh, there's a lot of fans that don't value him, uh, um, Mahazi. Uh, what is it about his game that's lacking, do you think? And just He always looks backwards. Um, he's always just too afraid to, I don't know, try and shoot. Um, you could see it by the end of the game. Like, he had a decent game, and he had the confidence to shoot from halfway. Mm. Um, however, like, in where, as soon as the pressure starts, he'll just always look backwards. So he, he's never he's never going to be in my starting 11, that's for sure. Yep. What was your next point there, Ben? Um, I just want to throw a shout-out to Berisha. Um He's, persist, he's persisted all season. He's done all right. He's had his moments. He's had the jitters on the penalty spot, but he's a top-quality striker, and he can do anything in the final series. Um, and just lastly, I want to just talk about Melbourne City and how much disappointment, um, I guess, their fans should be thinking. I know their season's not over, but they've had three or four seasons to get it right, and... Surely, like, Blind Freddy could identify that um, their, back, their back four has been an issue all seasons. And they've gone and recruited two players that are at the end of their career in Manny Musket and um, Josh, Rose. Josh Rose. And I just can't believe that they've, they haven't blooded a youth or got a decent left, left or right back um, to fill in the position. And... In terms of making the grand final, there's no hope. Absolutely no hope. There you okay, go. Ben, yes. that's a really great synopsis. Who was that, who was that caller? Ben. Ben, good call, and thank, thank you from for that. Because I think, you're, I think the points you make about Melbourne City, the only thing I'd say 
is they've come out of the year winning a trophy, which is better than what they'd previously done. But I would say in its entirety, the season has been disappointing. And the areas that you identify are absolute clear areas for which, as Carlos had said previously, that John Van Skip didn't rate fullbacks and he pretty much recruited in such a way. That's been a weakness. I think Josh Rose has been better than Manny Musket at times. He's had a season that's been a bit interrupted by injury. The other thing I'll say about Barisha, it's funny, and it's a testament to his quality, because I think the totality of this season, he's had actual periods of real goal-scoring drought this season, where he's been out of form and people have questioned. For a guy to be out of form and, and, and that miss, much... And, and miss penalties. And miss penalties. But for a guy to be out of form that much and still score 19 goals in a season is testament to his persistence, exactly what Ben Alcaller said. And the, and the simple fact of the matter is, love him or hate him or whatever, you can't deny the fact that the guy scored at least 15 goals or more every season he's played for two clubs in two different states. He's an outstanding player and clearly the best striker that we've ever had in the country. And until a guy like Bruno Fornaroli can prove it over the journey, which is more than two years, that's four or five years, there's nobody to compare to Barisha. He's a star. There you go. Very magnanimous there, yeah. wow. Warren. A bit different to what he said at the start yeah, of the year. That's that, right. uh, uh, Bruno was um, probably oh, Bruno the best his, ever. The, the, let's, the let's caveat to... here, Rodrigo, is Bruno at his best is better than Barisha, but he doesn't do it. He hasn't well, he done hasn't it done as done regularly it enough as what Barisha does. Let's go to Chris in Nary Warren. G'day, Chris. Thanks for holding. How are we, guys? Yeah, good, mate. Welcome. Yeah, good. Good. Just just for a bit of a laugh before I get into the game, I actually rang the wrong number trying to get through to you guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so who did you get? Uh, I rung through to St. Bartholomew's Church. Oh, right. Okay. There you go. Well, no, actually, like, we're uh, broadcasting <laughs> the OB from St. Bartholomew's. Where is it? Bartholomew's. Yeah. We've, we've got, we've got the local priest coming on next segment. <laughs> Out of curiosity, did, did they know who we are? <laughs> yeah. Was there a Father Rodrigo Rodriguez? Yeah. We're, we're actually about to serve uh, <laughs> communion in a minute now. Because you hurry it up. Yeah. I got my feet washed yesterday. <laughs> let's go, okay, Chris. Okay, Chris, let's go. Keep going, Chris. Yeah, yeah. So, look, I'm a firm believer in you don't have to play beautiful to experience core. You look at Wigan versus Man City in the FA Cup. You look at Greece in 2004. You look at Portugal in the Euros last year. I think we've got just as good a chance as any on game day. So bring on Sydney FC. Uh, I agree, Chris. I agree. There's so much upside to this victory team. And it's not hopeful by me because I'm not a victory supporter. But I've seen enough this year that, you know, put him in a game that means something. And the final, especially if they're against City, is going to be a cracking final. And I'm sure City... I know we joke about they City. They get up for one game. They, they will get up for that game. That'll be a mammoth game. And we, we may well get the two derbies yeah. for the semifinals, yeah. which yeah. will be really interesting because West Sydney Wanderers did beat Sydney FC this year in the, in the league. They were the only team that beat them. And the other thing is uh, they're playing some good football, West Sydney, at the moment. So we, I really hope we get those two semis. Mm-hmm. There you go. And just another point on, on Mahazi. He did have a good game tonight. I'm you know, a friend of mine, Ryan. Uh, Big pro supporter. I've always hated him for a while. But look, <laughs> he looked confident tonight. The, the bloke who earlier said he wouldn't be in the starting 11, he's the sort of player that would go to another club and probably kick us in the arse if, uh, if he gets his chance. So look, he's, he just needs a bit more confidence, probably a, a, some, some more presence in the midfield. And I feel like he could develop into a good player. But uh, he's, the signs are there. You know, it's taken a while. But um, I, I think he can, he can do some good if he just works on his game, you know. I think history proves that every club 
needs an unfashionable player that the actual fans hate. You know, every club has one. I, I was at Anfield and, you know, until Lucas Levi played a great <laughs> game against Everton, he's the sort of guy that everyone doubts a bit. Every club got one. And I'll tell you, Mahazi would definitely get a game in a guy, team like Central Coast, for sure. And he's the type of guy that would do well for them. Thanks for your call there, Chris. Really appreciate that. Uh, before we go to the break, Melbourne victory defeated Central Coast Mariners 1-0. Barisha scoring in the 80th minute. And that was his 100th goal in front of a crowd of 14,827. This is the Four Diego's. Olsen, 20 yards out! That is a duel from Tim Cahill has done it again! What a goal by Tim Cahill! Thompson! Five goals to Archie! Swing out, Paducah's head up from North Melbourne! Other league champion, Dark Lawrence Albert! On 11-16, SEM, the Four Diego's. Mitch Austin, forward. Oh, Tracy had his shirt pulled. Still he comes forward. James Tracy inside the area. Barisha, oh. on with behind him. Egan, surely! Finally, Barisha, victory are ahead. Messi, no one cares. The drought is broken. And on the ace cutter scoreboard, it's Melbourne victory one. The Central Coast Mariners nil. Oh, that was ugly. I want to put a frame around that. Doesn't matter. There you go, this Francis Leach uh, getting very excited when Bessar Parisha scored his 100th goal in the A-League in the 80th minute as Melbourne victory defeated Central Coast Mariners 1-0 tonight uh, at Amy Park in front of a, a decent uh, final round game of 14,827 people. I'm very positive. Hey, um, big show, 9429-1116. It is the second hour of the final whistle. Really appreciate your company on this uh, Good Friday appeal, a uh, Good Friday edition. <laughs> I was just about to read the Good Friday appeal. The ten thirty uh, amount was. Can 11... I read out a, a donation? <laughs> sure. Hang on one moment. Eleven million seven hundred eight thousand nine hundred eighty-eight. It's it's going to be much more than that. It's got to be over twelve million now. Yeah. One three hundred two double seven. 325 is the number to donate. They normally do the big checks, you know, the ones, that the big cardboard checks right. that they bring out. They normally do that in the last hour. And it just goes up. What's the record? Is it over 20 million or something? Oh, or no, is I that think last year it was about 16, 17 oh, okay. million. I'm not it's 100% a, sure, but I'm sure that if you had a, it's a, lot a J of cotton curve, buds. it's, uh, it's on a lot of It's a lot of cotton buds and all that sort of stuff, is. isn't it, for the Very hospital. important stuff. I think they uh, can get a little bit more than cotton buds uh, there, Warren. Hey, uh, 0433981116, send us a text message as well. Vinny, what is the hotline tonight? Bring on the finals hotline. That's what it is, Rodrigo. Bring on the finals hotline, 94291116. Tonight's show is brought to you by Tax Talk. Best on Plumbing and the Northern Football Academy at St Monica's College. Or the Everett. counter hotline was accepting mediocrity. Hotline. Yeah, nine four. Give us a call nine four two nine eleven sixteen. Vinny, you gave um, James Troisi best on. I did. Off the text message here, uh, wrong James boys. Donachie was Jeez. best. He did play well tonight. He was good, Jamesy. Hmm. What's their best <laughs> back three? Well, it's Honestly. interesting that uh, Nick Ansell obviously was the favourite son there for Kevin Musket. Uh, as a young guy coming through, and he has had his injury problems, but uh, it's interesting they went for, because Anstel was on the bench tonight, unless he's carrying some sort of injury, but uh, they went for James Donachie instead of Ansel. They played I it thought... pretty tight with Barrow, didn't they? We only needed yeah, one more yellow card. No, no, but he had, he's been, you know, he was outed with suspension last week. If he'd missed this week, and of course the week off, suddenly he hadn't played in four weeks, and uh, that was the explanation that I heard uh, 
I think the commentary, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, no. Brendan Spoon you know, was talking about that. So um, it makes sense that they played him, but it certainly, I don't think he put a tackle in all night, by the way. No, <laughs> no, he was pretty he soft. right away from everyone. So, But he played well. He did. It was a clean sheet. Yeah, absolutely. You just say to these professionals, listen, don't get a yellow card. Yeah. And they don't. Off the, text, off the text message. Why didn't Ben Kalfalar come out of the rooms after half time? Vin, um, no, Carlos, you've got a theory? Yeah, I've got a theory. Um, did, did you want to go to the caller? In a, in a moment, okay, yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, he wants the, to talk about Reese Williams. So oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, um, for me, the Ben Kalfalar, if you watch his game tonight, what ruins the, 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 the front four of victory is when someone wants to hang on to the ball for too long. They are terrific when they're breaking quickly and they move the ball quickly with very, very few touches. Tonight, the number of times Ben Kalfala just had the extra touch, the extra touch, people making runs left, right and centre, he just would not dish it off. And that holds up their attack and allows the opposition to come back in numbers to clog up the spaces. And when they did lose possession, the number of times I, I reckon I saw him just stop and I've lost the ball, woe is me, and Central Coast went back the other way. And... For me, that that's just absolute sacrilege when it comes to Melbourne victory. They are a, play, a team when they're playing their top football. It's in, the intensity with and without the ball is a must by all eleven players. No one can take shortcuts. And tonight, and it's not. I'm not saying that Ben Kalfala was being lazy, but he was in that mindset where. You know, maybe it wasn't an important game or whatever it was. I don't know what you know what sort of mindset he gets in, but suddenly the intensities it could be a couple of percent off. And when that happens, he's no good to the team. And is that cheating, Carlos? Yeah, in, a, in a way, yeah, like it, he's it, going it, forward. Well, but it not is. Going but, back. but what didn't help also was Rojas was a bit like that tonight too. But if you're going to make a decision out of Ben Calfalo and Rojas, you stick with Rojas. Uh, and that I felt I felt the the lack of intensity in that team and the gaps in midfield that allowed Central Coast Mariners to really run right at times uh, with the amount of ball they got in the middle of the park. And people had a go at Mahazi and have a go at Broxham and these sort of guys. But when there's a big gap between the forward line and the defence... They're left vulnerable. Absolutely. There's gaps everywhere. And Central Coast actually looked like a good team at times, just playing triangles everywhere. So uh, And Ben Kalfala, I know you liked him in the first half, Vinny, but that, that those two parts of his game mm. really killed victory in that first half. Yeah, look, I didn't see it that way. I, I thought that he was quite aggressive and attacking. I don't think that uh, people were moving in the right spots for him at times. I thought he got the ball across where, at, across the face of goal where he needed to mm. on occasion as well. So I thought that he was one of the few players for the whole first half to, that was attacking with intent. Uh, but I don't think Rowe has had a good game, and yet no. he, he should have got... Pulled sooner. I think that when they they swapped them over, the ball was still coming to to Cal Fuller, and he, yeah. he still had the action. You're um not picking him next week when they in two weeks time when I, they I play think, finals. Carlos? I think there was a message sent tonight. Yeah, mm. I, I, it, it was for him to be dragged at half time in a game that really didn't mean much other than the fact they wanted to get in the form and prepare for finals. Why, if if he was a big factor in uh, victory's final, him being dragged at half time is Musket saying to him. Uh, mate, you're going to have to give me two weeks of really great training to get in this side. You're going to have to beg to get in this team and work hard uh, because it was unsatisfactory what you did tonight. Interesting stuff. 94291116. Give us a call. John in Mooney Ponds. Thanks for holding, John, and welcome to the final whistle. Uh, good evening, guys. How are you? Yeah, very well. How are you going tonight? Good, good. Look, I, I want to speak to Carlos specifically in regards to... Hmm. Um, rumours from the town hall regards. Okay, yeah, yeah, Johnny, can we just have our own private little town hall right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. 
Yeah, and just regards the um, being in form or out of form. Look, I, you know, one-off game, anything's possible. And I think what Vinny said early in the first hour, that when victory scores quite early, I mean, look at Berisha tonight, three air shots in mm. six-yard box, something that he usually puts away. Um, we're still creating chances. I, yeah, I, I, look, to me, the last four or five weeks have been pretty mediocre, but, uh, you know, the teams below us haven't been winning, so we've just been hanging around second spot, and I think um, we get an early goal against Sydney or whoever we're playing in the semi-final, and maybe if we do meet Sydney in the grand final, which I think is a uh, sure thing, I think we're, we're always with a chance, but, yeah, the intensity, look, I... The intensity has to lift, and it will lift. Yeah, it will, John. I mean, I, it's a final, and they'll most likely yeah. play. They'll be very. If City get a decent result this weekend, they'll play City. So, um, if that doesn't fire them up, uh, nothing will really. Um, yeah, the substitutions that he made. I mean, that sort of showed you what what frame of mind they went in. He started, you know, while they're fit and healthy, he took them off. So, yep. Um, it's, yeah. So. Look, I, yeah, I've kind of, you know, once I think, you know, let's be honest, I think, you know, Victor knew not just last four or five weeks, but even probably longer that, you know, he was out of their reach. And um, I'm not blaming that, you know, I, I know you love to go, you know, all guns blazing into the finals, but, you know, each game is a one-off game. And, and yeah, it's just kind of as boring as it sounds. That's how it is. So, And, Johnny, I, think... I know Muskie's on his way home right now in his car. Mm-hmm. He's driving his BMW, the black BMW, all the way back to... <laughs> Don't give out the number. No, I won't Carlos, do that. Yeah, you know, you yeah, know that. Yeah. And Muskie, can you give us a ring now and just tell us what your training phase is right now? Oh, is yes. it Are you heavy loading right now? Are you just peaking them? Are How you do you do lighting? that, Carlos? Heavy load. Oh, look, you just, you know. Is that a Diego's call out to Kevin Muskie? Yeah, yeah. No, Muskie, 949 I think he or knows sports, the number, Rodrigo. Or the sports science boys there at Victor. Just give us a ring and just tell us whether you've just gone through a bit of a period of phase. No, we of, want Kevin. Yeah, we Kev, want Kevin. Kev, Kev. Yeah. Just park the car, the, BM, the black BMW, just park it. He's got hands free, right Carlos. Now. He can do because, hands free. We'll accept because hands free. Because that might explain a lot of things about the lack of intensity in their game at times, the, about le- if, the um, lethargy that might turn about up. if Roy, uh, Roy, I mean, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Michael Valkanis. No, I won't take, I won't what take about a if call. He calls? From, no, I won't take a call. For, you won't uh, take from, Roy's call. No, I won't that take That would be it. disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The run home with Ox. Yeah, no, oh. we won't, we won't uh, get the run home. But um, <laughs> No, no, thanks for your call there, John. Really appreciate that. But uh, Kevin, if you're in the car now, yeah. and, um, look, we've been big supporters of yours this Absolutely. year and, and last year as yeah. a coach. Oh, Warren um, doesn't like him. Yeah, no, well, well no, Warren's no, no, warm had, to him no, as well. To be no, fair, you don't like him. Kevin like him is a, a guy that respects people that have honest opinions. Yes. I've given an honest <laughs> opinion. You know? If Kev wants to ring up, I'll probably accept his honest opinion and apologise for anything that I've said in the past. <laughs> Kevin will never forget the interview that when we spoke to him when he was at Millwall. Uh, Millwall? Was uh, it Millwall? At Wolves. At Wolves, Wolves as well. Wolves, the Hampton Wanderers, yep. Gee, so, you know, he will never yeah. forget that well, over yeah. 25. 23 years ago, mm-hmm. probably. Anyway. He wouldn't have forgotten that. And yeah. I'm happy to talk to Kevin. Kev, <laughs> I know, would be happy to talk to me. Yep. 94291116. Give us a call tonight. Uh, we are finals bound. And uh, how does the final series work? Who wants to take a, a shot at this? Look, let me. Yeah. Great idea, Roddy. Yeah. <laughs> and can you create a, a situation oh, right. where 
Well, you're telling us how it works and who plays who this week oh. and what happens if who wins and who loses well, and who do they play. Well, I haven't gone into too much depth, but yep. the elimination there's, there's two elimination finals this week. Third will play sixth. So at the yep. moment, as it stands, Melbourne City will play the Western Sydney Wanderers, right? That's as it stands, of course, with uh, four games They've to lost go. that game. All <laughs> right, so there you go. Fourth plays fifth. That's Brisbane Raw yep. will play Perth Glory. Oh, right? Yeah. That's an interesting game. And... Um, so, so that that'll happen. So, whoever loses those games, good night. Yep. it's all over. But that can change this weekend. Well, it can. The, can the, it? Who plays who? Yeah, who of plays who? It can. Because only at the moment, Melbourne City. <laughs> now, now we're going to confuse everyone. No, no at, at the moment, Melbourne. Oh, sorry, you have to. Yeah, let, let's just quickly go yeah, through okay, this. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> I'm confused already. Okay, okay. No, no. Yeah. So that's pretty straightforward, yeah, yeah. of course. So, uh, Victory and Sydney FC have a week off. Yep. Right. So, um, good or bad for both those teams? I think it's bad. <laughs> Okay. They don't need a rest. No. So Sydney FC will play the lowest placed. So Melbourne City as a winner. If the seeds are right. true, they would play Melbourne City. If they no, win. no, if no Melbourne City. Oh no, 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 no they, they if, would play. if Brisbane win we'll and talk about City win, That's Sydney right. will play, play Brisbane. Brisbane. Correct. Yep. And then Melbourne Victory play the highest placed yep. winner, which would be Melbourne City at this stage. That's yes. right. And then, of course, the grand final will be whoever wins and loses yeah. those games. So, so there's, um, as you said, Carlos, there's no second leg or anything like this. No. And the grand final will be played on the 7th of May. So, so somebody's texted in and, and asked, how does the second week of the final work, boys? Um, so Sydney will play yep. the lowest-placed winner and victory will play the highest-placed yep. winner. Now, that can change this weekend yes. when <laughs> Melbourne City make the trip over to Perth and lose 7-0. <laughs> it can change. We talked about the ways that could happen and we, and <laughs> what, we suggested... What, and well, maybe Roy in, in this hour, in, this the hour for the, in what ways, and Melbourne Victory fans can come up with some great ways, in what ways can Melbourne City possibly lose 7-0 Well, there's only on one Sunday? way if Roy gives the pre-match. No, no, Jacobson. If Jacobson's lit, <laughs> according to Shane Valkanis. Shane. Yeah, yeah, Shane right? Valkanis. No, Roy Valkanis. Yeah, okay. Uh, like just for our to, listeners, yeah. the, the reason we've come up with different names for um, Michael Valkanis yes. was um, when uh, some, uh, Timmy Cale was asked a question. And he just yeah, when used, he first he, took over. When he first took over, he just used his surname. Yeah, that's I think right. Valkanis is a great coach. <laughs> yeah. We just thought, uh, maybe he doesn't know And the other reason name. why we're calling it Roy is because yeah. Roy's out here in the mentoring oh, capacity. Jacobson is such an important yeah, cog in that defence. He if he's missing... If his calf goes, yeah, old man it, calf. I reckon yeah. they should actually close the club. They should they should lock up the club and just <laughs> dissolve the club if Jacobson's going to calf goes again Carlos. because he's been the reason, according to the coaching staff there at City, for them uh, not to be playing so well and conceding soft goals at different times. I think that if uh, Timmy Cahill's pre-game, mid-game, post-game pep talks all go wrong. <laughs> And he doesn't open up yeah. with, or end with Vamos because yeah. Fornaroli likes the whole Vamos yeah. thing. That could lead to a 7-0. But there's a possibility too, Warren, because Castro's playing shop window football at the moment too. Where's he going to, Carlos? Well, Have you heard? Come to victory. Yeah, no, well, there's talk about victory, but there's also talk about Sydney. And, you know, with all the money that Melbourne City's got, um, like he's playing shop window football. And audition. I mean, they could. They Perth have got a great record against Melbourne City over there. And Melbourne City are notoriously poor in Perth. So the chance of Melbourne City losing is 100% 
there. And it's going to affect the following week Seven, because... no. No, it's going to affect the following week because they don't travel back well either. No, we don't Melbourne travel City. anywhere well. Yeah, that's In right. fact, we don't travel that well from Bandura <laughs> to... <laughs> to, <laughs> to <laughs> It'll probably affect so, your next three years, actually. So we've got yeah. huge issues no matter where Which we're playing. Which is a great way of going into a final because oh. it's like, woe is me, you know, people, you know, the opposition gets complacent, uh, City are really bad, but if you're playing victory... The derby aspect will cover that all off. So, um, yeah, it, you just don't know what you're going to get. Do you, you reckon know, the derby, the, the and, I, and I know this would be dependent on when fixtures happen, but do you think the derby would be most likely going to be at Amy Park rather than Etihad Stadium? If that, would that depend? Obviously, Melbourne Victory are going to host it. Would you imagine them being wanting to play at Etihad for the crowd? and maybe the A-League control the finals, don't they? So they set the places they'd go, and they'd probably be looking at availability of Etihad Stadium now based on no, they would have, when AFL... They would have booked that ages ago. Etihad you reckon... Sta- yeah, if they're using Etihad, they would have booked it ages ago. I, I'm not quite sure where that game would be played, uh, but with the AFL being, like, what, six weeks in, six or seven weeks in at that stage, you'd think that they'd probably play that game at Amy because uh, I think the only... Is Melbourne Rebels still going? Are they shut down? No, the out? Rebels so, are still going yeah, yeah. despite the fact that yeah. imminent doom. They might doom. get kicked out, but, yeah. um, but no, they'll still, still finish off this year. Yeah. Hey, um, 94291116, give us a call if you'd uh, like to talk about any topic. Of course, uh, Melbourne Victory defeated Central Coast Mariners tonight. Love to talk to you about that. It's 23 minutes past 11. I know you're going to dig this. Carlos's Young Gun. With thanks to the Northern Football Academy at St. Monica's College in Epping. It's uh, going all guns blazing at the moment. Uh, They'll be open for enrolments for next year, 94098800. That's the Northern Football Academy at St. Monica's in Epping. Carlos, who is the Young Gun? The Young Gun for me is a guy who's got sore knuckles. You know why he's got sore knuckles? Because he's been beaten down the door all year. And when he comes on. Yeah, well, he's been beaten down the door. He's probably got sore fists. Both, because he's just banging down the door, mm. and it's Jai Ingham, because uh, he only had a short stint tonight on the ground, but he, he played a part in Barisha's 100th goal, uh, basically put on a, a plate for him. After Barisha's had a fresh yep. area before it. And he always just, he has impact when he comes on, and as I was saying before, uh, Vinny, about Ben Kalfala, uh when he took him off today, he was quite happy to do it because he's put... Jai Ingham, who's obviously training well and whenever he comes on, plays well. And uh, he may well have played himself into a final, you know, uh, with what, not only what he did tonight, which is only, like I said, only a cameo performance tonight, but what he's done all this year, obviously showing some really great form at training and in games, impacting games, great attitude. Uh, I'm not sure what he did for New Zealand. He went off and played World Cup qualifiers with them. Uh, just the last couple of weeks. And uh, and so the guy is an up-and-comer, and I think Muskie wants to reward him. So just for your attitude and for your sore knuckles, uh, Jaigam is my young gun of the night. Young footballer with thanks to uh, Northern Football Academy at St. Monica's College in Epping. Let's take a break now and come back with more of the final whistle on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. This is the Good Friday edition of the Fort Diego's final whistle tonight. Um, of course, with the Good Friday appeal... Jeez, look at the tally of this at 11 wow. o'clock. 
$889. Uh, that is a fantastic uh, result so far. And as you said, Warren, this is when the big checks, yeah, not the only big, big the in one, number, the cardboard but ones big come out. Yeah. physical checks. Yep. 1-300-277-325. You've still got an hour to donate. Uh, it obviously goes to you know, a great cause, and it's an icon- iconic yeah. uh, Melbourne institution is the Royal Children's Hospital. one three hundred two double seven three two five. Hey, uh, Melbourne Victory defeated Central Coast uh, 1-0 tonight. 14,827 people turned up to see Bessart Berisha score his 100th goal. So what a f- an outstanding effort uh, from Bessart Berisha. And um, a lot of you have been, uh, been very, very uh, happy in your praise of uh, Bessart. Marie says, G'day, Marie. Uh, go, Bess, go, Berisha. I had the best meet-up and chat with Lucy. That's Lucy Zalich from yep. uh, SBS. Very nice lady. At, indeed, she is. A la CR7 beating Bayern Munich. <laughs> Can I ask her? Really never misses. Yeah, actually gives us a nice update of world football when she sends an SMS. Can I ask a question of Barisha? Sure. I mean, I think the sample about Barisha. The sample size is big enough now. A better raw player than a better than victory player. Now, I know titles are titles, okay, and but I'm talking individual. Better at victory or better at raw? I think he had probably a better, a more cultured team at Raw mm. uh, that created a lot of chances and also had, I mean, Victory have got a lot of different prongs, but Raw seemed to be mo- more mobile uh, with all their players. Uh, probably got a lot more joy out of midfield with some of the goals out of there. I don't know, I, I just, for me, you know, even people talking about Sydney FC being the best team ever, they're not. The best team ever is Brisbane Raw under... Mm. Ange Postacoglu, because he did it over a number of years. And they won things, and, and they won haven't things. won things yet. Well, they, they won. Well, I mean, win the premiership. You know, if you're looking at in pure numbers for a season, the toilet bowl. Uh, you can talk about them in pure numbers, Sweet. breaking records and stuff, and being great. But for me, you've got to compare them to, to something. Mm. Numbers now, compared to numbers back then, are very, very different things. So, um, yeah, look, I, I think Barisha was a better play there, but he was also younger. And um, and I just think he pro- he was probably a little bit more hungry too. He's calmed down a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah he used to get was, sent off quite regularly. He was a lot more days. demonstrative back in those days, yeah. uh, whereas he's not so much these days. I heard um, Jonathan Halcroft Vinny on the um, pregame show with Francis Leach tonight. They did a really good job. I was listening, and I thought a lot of their comments before the game were really interesting. Victory's inability or non-desire. Seemingly to repl- to have a classy midfielder, like a genuine top-class midfielder. And Jonathan Halcroft had said that they probably haven't replaced Carlos Hernandez at his best in terms of that midfield. Now, they've gone through Guy Finkler and various guys. As, as we speak, they've got a scout at KFCs. All, <laughs> all but would you agree Australia, with that? Waiting that for the next Carlos Hernandez. Are you Hernandez? surprised that they haven't <laughs> gone hard at getting either an Australian-based or an international midfielder, genuine goal-scoring, attacking midfielder who's got, you know, different components to his game? Because they haven't. And I would say, you know, if they if they had somebody like that in their team this year, that the other component parts of their team are, are pretty... Sydney's real strength is in their defensive midfield component, um, Ninkovic has been outstanding. And Ninkovic as their attacking midfielder. They've had no injuries, no issues with continuity. They've played pretty much the same team every year. Wilkinson as every a week. recruit every, every week. week. Yeah. Wilkinson as a recruit has been outstanding defensively. Then they play 
the two holders, um, Berlanti and O'Neill. O'Neill, but then Ninkovic, and then obviously Bobo has been a really good pickup this year. But Victory probably only need that really mm. creative midfielder to probably be able to challenge genuinely, and yep. they haven't seemingly went out and got one even in January when they probably could have. Yeah, but we talk. Firstly, you're talking about a salary cap league, right? Uh, when you get, when you pick up a Ninkovic, he's not at, at the top of his game when you pick him no, up. But they went for Beister. Yeah, Victory. yeah, I know. Troisi's not too bad. I mean, no, I know. And but the thing is, Ninkovic for me is that is a play that unlocks things. Whereas Troisi's mm. not the player that unlocks things. He's a player that tries to finish things, right? And he's very good at that on his on his day. But Ninkovic is a guy that can bring a lot of people into the game. And think about Ninkovic this year also. He's a he's a two way player. All of those players for Sydney work really hard to get the ball back, especially in their forward half. Does Victory beat Sydney with Aaron Moy playing for Melbourne Victory with the current team? I know it's, it's a, a stupid. It's, a it's, stupid, a stupid no, it's really stupid question. It's not silly because <laughs> it'll that never type, happen. But and it doesn't it matter. Could happen. We're actually wasting time Victory, on this Victory show. Could afford, Victory could afford to go out and get an Aaron Moy type can, player. Can I answer the, the question that you that you posed? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And I I'm actually really. I, Victory have been a, probably the most. Are they the most successful side really um, since the inception of the A League? Well, well, pretty close up. Pretty close. They've had well, they they and Brisbane Raw have got three. Four, three yeah, each. yeah, three. Each. Right now, for a club that's a big club, and of, co- of course, there's a lot of profit potential in that club. But there's a lot, a lot of money. But for them, I think they've been really conservative with their marquee players. I mean, Carlos Hernandez was found. Mm. I know in Costa Rica or somewhere, right? And he had to come here and suddenly he blossomed, right? And I know, you know, people talk about Broich, they talk about Ninkovic, they'll talk about uh, Castro. These guys, you have to really know your mark and you take a bit of a punt because they're not at the top of their game where they're playing when you bring them over. You hope that they'll really explode. And Broich exploded and he's been... Even Barisha, the, I suppose. Yeah, Barisha too. Yeah, Fornaroli. Yeah, Fornaroli. Yeah, I mean, to find those players... Uh, where they're not playing great, great football where they are. That's why they're coming to Australia. But suddenly in Australia, they really find their niche and go. Uh, that's a difficulty too, Warren. It's just this finding, having that, that So again, eye. I'm oversimplifying no, things, but, aren't I, but, Carlos? But no, there's a lot of people that make mistakes. I mean, Victory's made a few mistakes over the journey. As but far they just as- let their Australian, they just let... Oli Bazanic go as their Australian marquee. With, now all, they due, could have gone with and got... all due respect to Oli Bazanic, I, I think he was a much better player when he wasn't at victory. I, I don't think he showed marquee uh, quality I, at can, all. Can I just say on Oli, I reckon when he came on for the Socceroos uh, against In Holland, Holland, yeah, it was great, and he had a great game, yeah. and he replaced Bresciano. I thought. I'm not gonna. We're yep. gonna be okay without Bresh because Bazanic, yep. he was he was across it, and so to me, him coming to victory was was probably that. I thought it was a good pickup too, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, that, I, the I, guy I really, that was going to unlock things, as you said. I thought he was. Mm. I thought he was a terrific pickup, but I'm surprised with a club with the resource uh, that Victory have got, uh, the ambition that Victory have got, and the vision that they had. They have to be the biggest club in Asia one day that they haven't invested more in their marquee players. I'm not talking about you know, getting a messy here, because that's easy. I'm talking about really trying to find that Ninkovic, that Castro somewhere. And I know they're looking for those sort of players, but they, they just haven't nailed that marquee. Um, 
you know, uh, the second marquee because they've got Barisha. Who, yeah, sorry, who yeah, they the, nailed, yeah, yeah. But they got that. They got him from Brisbane. Yeah. He was a ready-made right. product he, from they Brisbane. Saw him. But finding them somewhere else, mm. uh, and I know I'm going to be corrected by someone, but I can't think of somewhere someone that they've found from somewhere else, bought them here, and they've actually become one of the best players the A League seen. Carlos was actually really good, but he was a problem child too. You know, with his issues with Ernie at different times and his weight and his work rate and all that sort of stuff. The the quality of the A-League back then was very different to what it is now. So, uh, I, I, you know, if... Who if, was the guy that was marquee at Victory and then also played at Melbourne City as the Melbourne Heart? And I should remember his name. Um, uh, sorry, the marquee. Uh, I shouldn't pose the questions Gant- like... No, not the Gandich, because no. he played no, for both. Brazilian or South American? Doesn't Fred. matter. Fred. Fred, yeah, Fred, Fred, yeah, yeah. Who was um the the victory play, the young guy who left this year, who got, who was in the mid, who was a really young, but then went to Italy. I can't think of his name right now. And he started, and he was coming off the bench, played against Juventus. Yeah, they said Pasquale. Pasquale. No, no, he's gone to Holland. Yeah, Holland. He's sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. He, I reckon he was the one that was potentially being groomed yeah, for that but, position. Yeah, no, he's being groomed. That's very different to what I'm talking about. Yeah. where you go out and get. The, the player yeah, yeah, yeah. who comes and be and becomes yeah. the, the the best player in the league and, and I, I don't know whether it's the way victory play because victory are, are very much a collective the way they play their football it's very much uh, like we talk about the intensity we talk about the movement we talk about the passing game we talk about breaking quickly to give Barisha and Troisi and Rojas and Ben Kalfala or, or Ingham all the chances in the world because they've broken quickly. It's almost a bit of a, t- a counter-attacking, which doesn't allow for necessarily a Ninkovic or a creative type to stand on the ball and pick his passes because everything's quick. Um, and that's the way they've always played their game. Even under Ernie Merrick, they played that style of game. So, um, I, you know, maybe, maybe it, might, it might take for Kevin Musket to move to his next level of, of coaching, maybe for Australia or whatever, for the club to take a, take stock and say, okay, we might want to play our football a little bit differently. Mm. And that's when you've got to get those Ninkoviches and those Castro-type players. Yeah. No, I, think, they... I think Fred was probably, yeah, I don't know. I don't, Fred was I a don't... running type. But but he was but at, at, when he was at victory, he mm. was considered one of the best players in the league that, that was found. Yeah. Like, to your point, yeah. they, they need to yeah. find someone like that. So but could have Fred they was picked... probably their best example. Well, Finkler was like that about. too. So was Hernandez. They were, could have they, they yeah, picked but, the but, but, but For me, Hernandez and Finkler weren't best a Castro or a uh, or a So Nikovic. the marquees are clearly getting better over yeah, the or, journey. Or a Bro- for me, the, the Broich, Ninkovic, Castro, they're, I mean, they're ge- Barisha, they're gems. That and were Foroli. And Fornaroli, they they weren't playing their best football, but it's just the eye, or maybe it's a bit of luck, I suppose. Too, you pick them and saying, I reckon in our environment, these guys are going to blossom. And it's about- interesting that Barisha and Fornaroli didn't start as uh, marquees either. So no, they, they, they didn't. You know, they didn't. That's right. They just found those gems. Yeah. Yeah. What about picking the eyes out of other teams? I know, Isaias, those type of players in other teams. They, I would say that they've got the victory would have the ability to pay more money, maybe. To those type of guys, and maybe even well, Adelaide or some just, of those. He's just spe- uh, signed another two-year contract extension. Thirio yep. uh, is going the Central Coast. I think we've really. I mean, those guys at, at their best were just incredible. Yep. Carusco, are these yeah, sort of yeah. guys. And see, another one, Carusco. I think uh, even though he's waning a bit now, but when he first came, yeah. or not when he first came, after a year or so, when he settled in, he was unbelievable. That guy. So, um, but 
I just think there's an element of luck. I think they're looking for those players. They're affordable. They're probably not at their peak where they, where they are. Uh, they want to change, and they come to Australia and they just go, "Wow, right?" And uh, and uh, but it takes some eye to find those guys. Yeah. Interesting topic. Uh, let's see if uh, Scott from Craigieburn has got uh, anything to talk about around this topic. G'day, Scott, and welcome to the Four Diego's Final Whistle. Evening, Amigos. How are we? Yeah, very, very well, mate. How are you going tonight? Yeah, good, mate. I think he's under someone, Fred, mate. He was an absolute superstar. He was. He was. He was. He was unbelievable, and just during his time with us was very short-lived. Um, just going back to Warren's point before about would victory? What did you say? Would victory beat? Sydney, um, Sydney with Aaron Moy. Oh, Sydney, Sydney with Aaron Sydney, Moy. Yeah, Sydney. Would, would, would we beat Sydney with Akin Fenwa, 110 kilo power forward and Akin Fenwa? Would we? Would we beat City with the best defender of his generation, Paul Konchesky? I mean, give me a spell. No, no, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm actually talking about A League players that have played in recent history, four teams, and been good midfield, you know, attacking midfield players, which to me, and I don't know whether you think this is true, Scotty, what's the biggest area of improvement? What's the biggest single area that victory need to improve no matter what happens at the end of this season? I'll be honest, we could improve all over the park, mate, not just in one position. Well, you can't, You with a salary cap, bearing in mind that you've got a, a small bucket of money to spend, well, not a small bucket, but... Really a substantial <laughs> amount of money to spend, but not massive dollars. What's one? What one type of player that you would go after to to bridge the sixteen point gap between Sydney and and Melbourne and Melbourne victory? Oh, well, it's definitely going to have to be the midfield, and we'll be able to do that at the end of the season because Charles is gone. So I've I've heard on. Uh, Good authority. You like this sort of stuff, don't you? Breaking news. You're having town hall meetings like Carlos. <laughs> he was there. He was he was at the town, oh, hall, was at meeting. The town hall They actually did catch up recently. Yeah, Scotty too, was running so, it. Yeah. Scotty was running it. So, yeah. Scotty, you've heard. You, you don't give away your sources, do you? No, no. Well, yeah, yeah me and Carlos had a four-hour session, which we spoke <laughs> to him for about 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah well, he did all the well, talking. Um, <laughs> everyone in the, um, the American League, they're bringing in a new team next year, I believe. Okay. Um, the um, um, NYPD are bringing in the team, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and they're, look, they're looking for a midfielder that's got a shoot on site policy, and he obviously uh, okay. fits the bill absolutely yep. perfectly. Hmm. Um, no, but he'll be gone at the end of the season, unfortunately. I, I think, well, he's, he's a really good player, but but uh, Scotty, why why are Melbourne Victory? If you're saying that, that means Melbourne Victory haven't offered him the marquee position. Why are they? Hesitating with uh, with James, have they got someone up? Do you think they've got someone else up their sleeve that will fill that marquee role, or do you think that there's something about Troisi that they're saying, well, we can pass up on him because he uh, may not deliver for us down the track? I reckon he might have got an offer he can't refuse from his hometown. I reckon he might be going home. That's just that's just my thoughts anyway. Mm. Um, I think he does love it here, but I think just the pull to go back home, and I think they'll offer him big money to do it. And tonight's game just showed a lot of things. Like, I thought he played pretty well tonight, apart from, obviously, he's just shooting from everywhere on both feet. But I think the biggest <laughs> problem is, is was the movement in front of him. But I don't think the movement was the best by our mm. fall. I mean, Rojas is hit. A terrible patch at the moment. He's, but since he's come back from 
Um, he's overseas playing uh, with New Zealand. I don't think he's, his form's been absolutely horrible. It's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. But he, uh... And the team hasn't been great either, Scott. Yeah, but he's been absolutely horrible. Like, he's, his touch isn't there. Um, like, he likes to run at defenders, and he's, he's not doing any of that. And mm. I don't know if you watched last week's game. There was a point in the match, I think it was the first half, there was a bit of passing going on in the front half, and a, a pass got flicked out the rest. And they both stood there and looked at the ball yeah. and watched the defender go. And it was like, it was locked in the twilight zone. I don't know how to explain it. Mm. It was like, oh, I, th- I think we're going. That's the end of our season tonight. That was our last win to the season. I can't see us um, winning our semi final. And that's being honest from a victory fan. Mm. I love the team and that. But yeah, I, I think we're going. We're gone, and we've got to improve in the midfield next year. No, like, Scotty, t- take it from me. Take it from me, Scotty. In a couple of weeks' time, uh, they'll because it's a sudden death. You don't know for sure whether they're going to win, but they certainly will uh, play a lot better, and their intensity will be up, and that's when they're at their best. Thanks for your call there, Scott. Really appreciate that. As far as Scott's concerned, that's it. That's uh, after the so semi-finals. he's accepting that they're going to get beat by Melbourne City, but that's just making Melbourne City. Complacent. That's all. Yep. Melbourne City oh, okay. listeners. That was tactical. Oh, okay. That yeah, was no, tactical that was by tactical. Scott. He's smarter than me. <laughs> Boys, we need to take a break and come back with more of the Four Diego's final whistle on eleven sixteen SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Time flies when you're having fun here on the final whistle, the Good Friday edition. A Melbourne victory defeated Central Coast Mariners one nil. Barisha scoring in the eightieth minute. It was his one hundredth goal. Uh, celebrated. Oh, he was cock a hoop Vinny Venezuela <laughs> at Amy Park. Fourteen thousand eight hundred and twenty seven people. That's fourteen thousand. 827 people. Good Friday tally as of 11.30, 14,726,853. If you've uh, got some spare change, uh, call 1300-277-325 to donate. Rodders, could I just add a, an interesting cultural phenomenon that I, I noticed oh. today on the Twitter sphere is that um, apparently that uh, the, the hashtag Venger Out sign yes. came up at, at AFL games, rugby games, <laughs> as well as A-League games. I saw a, a, a a couple getting married with the Venger out thing as well on Twitter as well. So I'm just thinking. Apparently, Venger's family's <laughs> celebrating Easter and they've got Venger the hashtag out. Venger out. And, they, and all rumours suggest that Arsenal are ready to give him two more years and he wants no, two no, more years. There's two, there's two more years on the table. Whether he wants it or not, that's something that's a bit unclear. You guys know Marie's a frequent texter of ours. Absolutely. And, and a very. Uh, Normally has a go at me a bit. Diehard Melbourne victory mm. supporter. Here's from Marie. I think Sydney FC and Glory Grand Final or Raw versus Sydney FC. Okay, so no, Melbourne Marie thinks that uh, Melbourne victory won't make the Grand Final. Kevin Musket will use that <laughs> next week when they're, you know, having the week off. I say to the victory thinks... fans out there, don't worry. Just don't worry. Um, you know, you, I, I tell you, the last thing you wanted tonight is for them to play champagne football tonight and have a week off. It's the last thing you need. Sydney they, fans worry, according to you, but not Melbourne victory. Yeah, Melbourne Victory fans don't worry. And I would say Melbourne City fans don't worry either. Okay, I know I've sort of been joking about Melbourne City, but don't worry either because they will be fine in the finals too. There you go. Can't wait for the finals. I think we need them. There's a week um, week off now, but yep. uh, well, after the next couple of games. And uh, But guys, uh, look, just before we, we jump off Melbourne uh, Victory and Central Coast Mariners, just uh, Carlos, without question, without notice, Carlos, yep. is the Williams deal done? And what about McLaren? Uh, Directed at you, mate. So yeah, well, you know, it makes a lot. Of, there's been a lot of talk about Reese Williams coming to Melbourne Victory, but there was talk earlier that Mel- Sydney. Sydney. So I'm not sure what's happened there, but uh, 
but you know Melbourne Victory is probably throwing the the kitchen sink at the Reese Williams deal. They need a player like that badly, that creative type coming out of the back half who can play in midfield and be a bit creative and get forward and score goals. I mean, you don't you don't get respected by Middlesbrough the way he was for many many years being injured and not being a good player. We haven't seen the best of him at Perth, but the minute he was available. The minute he showed some form, Ange put him straight in the Socceroos squad. This guy's a great player, and he'd be a great signing for victory, and I think they should throw the kitchen, kitchen sink at that Barrow deal. probably finishes? Uh, I don't know whether they think Donicky or, or Ansel are good enough at the moment. I mean, we did, they've, they've, they've really nurtured Ansel, uh, but he's got to really stand up. And there have been times where I'm thinking he's made it. He's ready to go. But just injury or whatever, and maybe he lost a bit of form and a bit of confidence, and suddenly that, that back four is not looking as strong. Donicky played well tonight, but he's taken a bit to warm into it this year. So maybe – and it doesn't mean that Reese Williams will play at centre-half, by the way. He might play in midfield as a creative type of midfielder. So um, the other one was Jamie, Jamie McLaren. Well, he's a Victorian boy. And I don't know how they would play him. He's perfect for the victory system because he likes running onto the ball uh, rather than receiving with his back to goal. And I think that suits the victory way of playing. But they've got Barisha there. And they're going to play with two strikers up front. So I don't think that that McLaren deal is going to work unless Barisha leaves. Hey, given that uh, City don't play Tonyuk anyway, do you reckon uh, <laughs> victory should just go for him oh, too? I'll tell you what. With all... With all due disrespect <laughs> of the people who make a decision at City, how that kid was ever dropped after playing so well for three or four games and then got dropped uh, and put on the bench and they, they, some something coming out of the camp saying he needed rest, he needed the rest or he really... No, not at that age. The minute he was dropped from that team and he took a couple of weeks to get back in, he'd lost that sort of that percentage of confidence and uh, you know, as much as he's still a great, uh, a great prospect, I thought he lost something when they dropped him. He's a player that he should have kept on playing. I don't know why they gave him a rest. They should never have done it. Interesting stuff. And I think that was a message that Andrew Postacogli was yeah. giving everyone. No, definitely. He, he's saying he uh, the message that, that we've got to be playing kids, and I think he was referring to Tonyik, and the other one was, um, who's the other young guy that they, that the, he was sort of not happy about not Getting, oh, Riley McGree, uh, that, uh, not, Adelaide's been playing him, but they're the players that once they get in there, you just got to keep on playing them. And Adelaide has done that with Riley, but uh, City have not, has not done that with Tonyuk. Just quickly, we've got about a minute to talk about this, but Harry Kuehl, just off topic here a little bit, Harry mm. Kuehl announced his, uh, <laughs> uh, was it mutual, uh, mutual separation yeah. with Watford under 23s? I think all great coaches get sacked once at least in their life. <laughs> and if yes. you get sacked from an under-23 side, um, may as well get it out of the way straight away. Yeah, early yeah. on. So yeah. when you get to senior football, you won't be sacked. I know you, I know you revel in this. Uh, I, don't, I don't revel in when someone loses their job, right? I don't revel in it, right? But I think it just... I think that's the end of his coaching career. Jeez, it already? Is. Oh, yeah, I think. No, he might coach kids or something like that. John Aloisi, he's uh, yeah, but done well John Aloisi was actually coaching time. men yes. in the A-League. He was coaching men like boys at one point. Yeah, yeah, no, but, uh, but, uh, consider them yeah but Watford under 23. I think, <laughs> well, he won't be coaching in England. No, I, I'm not. You would think I'm joking, but he won't be. The, people will be looking at that and saying, look, Harry, you're a great player, but you're probably never going to be a coach. And by the way, you know, they were, they were being, I mean, we don't know. The Three quali- of these players played for the Watford yeah, senior we don't team, know, Carlos. We don't know the quality of that Watford under 23 team because you're only going to go with what, you only can coach with what, what you've got. 
and we also don't know any other restrictions he has as a coach there. So I don't want to judge him as a coach for that. You have, Elton John, is Elton John still pulling the strings out there? Or what? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but I, I, no, I, I just think it's a perception that he can't coach. That's his problem with all this. And that's why I think you know, he might have to look for another career. Uh, you know, it's like, He'll uh, find it. It's uh, a great model. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I don't th- look. He he may come. back I'm not to... worried for him, Carlos. No. I think he'll bounce back. Yeah, I reckon he will too. Yeah. Hey, we need to take a break and come back with a little bit more of the Four Diego's final whistle on 11:16 SCN Melbourne's home of sport. Oh, it's been a big final whistle here on a Good Friday. Um, got a little bit of time left, uh, Warren. I'll go straight to you. Melbourne victory, of course, defeated Central Coast one nil tonight. Fourteen thousand eight hundred twenty-seven. Barisha scoring in the 80th minute. Um, your Melbourne City, Warren, go to Perth tomorrow in their final game. Is this a must-win? Six-pointer. Clearly, clearly the way they're going, it's a must-win. I think they need to get a result to guarantee a home final. They get a result, I'll be be bullish. They get a win, I'll be cock-a-hoop come next Wednesday because I'll be riding the Melbourne City (laughs) choo-choo train all the way to the finals if they get a result tomorrow. But I'm not overly confident. There you go. Um, They've got a pretty... Poor record, haven't they? In a Perth, horrible, so. horrible record. Looking forward. So Sydney FC take on Newcastle, Adelaide take on Western Sydney Wanderers, Brisbane play Wellington, and Perth Glory take on Melbourne City in the final round of the 2017 A-League season. Then it's finals. Thank God for that. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for your company. So remember, Carlos. Wherever Puerto Rican girls hang out. Over there. there. Lady Samba Rumba and La Bamba. Over there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls at their feet. We'll Over there. there. Wherever gringos play football. Over there. there. We are the Four Diego. Ole! Yeah.